0: Five, four, three, two, one. The players are here, the fans are here, and so are we, so let's do it. JBL shoot around with Chuck Schreiner and Scott McKinnon.
1: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome back to Shoot Around here. Unfortunately, the, the legend himself, the myth man, the legend Chuck Shiner, is not here tonight, but we are very lucky. We have uh, a fantastic guest here, a consultant, if you must say. Um, Shane Fitz from, where are you from again, Shane?
0: Ah, uh, let's go with Texas. Texas? Okay, yeah. he's
1: from Texas. Played at Trinity College, Division Three school there, was a fantastic basketball player, has turned into a fantastic basketball coach. I asked champion this year at Singapore American School. And Shane's here to be our expert tonight on the Golden State Warriors. He's going to tell us why they are going to win the 2019 NBA Finals. Uh, he's going to tell us how they're going to smash the Toronto Raptors, my <laughs> Toronto Raptors, <laughs> which is not going to be fun. And uh, yeah, we're just going to have a good time rapping about the why the Warriors will win. So, Shane Fitz, uh, how do you feel about being a shooter on Big Dog? Oh, you know what, I, I, I feel super honored to be here. No one's,
0: <laughs> no one's going to replace
1: Chuck Shoes, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to be around. And so, tell me, when did you, uh, obviously you're a San Antonio Spurs fan, when did you become a Spurs fan? Yeah, so I, I moved down
0: to Texas in 2000, and, uh, and you know, I, I got to be honest, the first year I was really just there to, uh, to kind of watch, and I wasn't quite a fan, but, uh, you know, going to a lot of games, being around the practices... Uh, I really got on board and uh, been a fan since about 2002.
1: Yeah, and so because you're a Spurs fan, your motive right now is you're a Kawhi leonard hater, hey?
0: Yeah, so I mean, look, Kawhi was my favorite player.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He was absolutely, when we drafted him, like... Oh, so this summer hurt, hey? Yeah,
0: it was brutal. Last year hurt, the whole thing hurt, like... Uh, And it was hard, too, because George Hill, like, we all love George Hill, right? And if you don't have George Hill, and you trade him, you're like, oh, who's this new guy? And then he comes in, and you just fall in love with the guy, right? Like, who doesn't want a two-way player? But, um, yeah, so last year was not fun at all.
1: (laughs) How many games did you play? Nine games?
0: I was, yeah, only nine games, yeah.
1: Oh, it was was a nine. Nine. Oh, we we have a producer in the house tonight, uh, Owen Laborde, who's going to tell us about the Raptors in a little while, and so... um, so you must have loved that photo this week of Pop and Kerr just sitting down, talking about the robot they created and how they're going to kill it. And what's, what's, uh, what's the shooting coach's name out there? And Chip. Yeah, uh, Ch- yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. And he pretty much fixed Kawhi's shot,
0: right? Well, look, no one wanted to draft Kawhi because he couldn't shoot, right? But now we, now we look at him, we're like, oh, he's got the best mid-range. He's shooting over 40% from three or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, but that was San Antonio, right? Everything you like about Kawhi, I think is San Antonio.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, the development, the player development he's had has nothing to do with Toronto. Absolutely nothing to do with Toronto. It's all San Antonio. Because he was, what, the 15th draft pick out of... Uh San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, San Diego State, right? State, yeah, yeah. right? yeah, San yeah. Diego State. So you're, you're here to tell us why the Warriors are going to win. And so, so I'm going to prompt you a little bit and start off but um so experience tell me about why they are going to win I, th- I think the first reason that they're going to win is that finals experience and that matters being there five years in a row
0: matters oh yeah absolutely uh I mean look they like you said five years in a row um but they I think they're I think they're the most prepared I think they have the most stars I think they have uh the best offense I think their defense is wildly underrated uh and they had to go through the west Right. Like we're looking at the Toronto's defense. We're going to say it's all really wonderful, but they're playing against the East. It's
1: a difference. Okay, so through the West, they go, they beat the Clippers in the first round of six games. They beat Houston in the second round of six games. They beat Portland in the fourth round in four games. And so I would, I would disagree with you a little bit here. Offensive rating, they are 116 points per game first in the playoffs. Defensive rating, 110, ninth in the playoffs. I, I, I'm, I think the yeah, defensively, yeah, yeah. I'm, not as, I'm not as big a fan as you are of them defensively. I think, I think that's going to be one of their downfalls.
0: Yeah, so ninth, ninth, but if you look at who they played, right? So they played, they played Houston. Houston's offense is ranked where? It's got to yeah. be top five, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you look at uh, uh, Philly's, Philly's offense, not top five, right? So if you're going to compare, like, what is their their playoff um, defensive rating, you have to look at who they their have opponents. to go against, right? So Portland's a, a great really offensive point. team, and they shut them down.
1: And that's a very, very good point, okay? So uh, experience as well, and... and I like this stat talking about the Warriors. Uh, they're the best road team in the playoffs, and obviously, not having home court is a huge, huge advantage for the Toronto Raptors. Um, they've outscored their opponents 7.4 points per 100 possessions, and they've gone six, six and two on the road. Uh, this is the experience you're talking about, the Stars, right?
0: Well, yeah. Look, so uh, the way I see it is definitely home court matters, right? Like, especially your inexperienced players, and they're gonna step up, and they're gonna they're gonna feel the home crowd way more than anyone else, but. If this is your fifth finals appearance in a row, you're going to be thinking uh, home court doesn't matter nearly as much, right? And you're
1: really <laughs> talking me out of the Raptors right now. I don't <laughs> like
0: this, eh? Yeah, I mean, look, it is it is tough. I, obviously, the Warriors have to be the favorite, even though maybe the regular season wasn't as strong as it's been in the past. But um, when when they get going, I feel like they. Uh, their offense is uh, gets hot like no one else, right? And they can, um, whether they're down 15 or up 15, like they can explode for a series of points that seem to come out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, and I, I hate that you said that because that's one of my points as well. As I, and I was saying their ability to get up and their ability to come back. And they're eight and one after leading by double digits. The only loss was that Clippers 31 point comeback, which is a once in a lifetime. Lou Williams losing his F in mind going mm. crazy and dropping bombs and the scary thing is they're 4 and 3 after trailing by double digits and then and they're 3 and 2 after trailing by at least 15 points and that's just their ability to do what shoot the three right that's
0: yeah i think but i think in addition to shooting the three they they they're able to get easy baskets right when you look at uh, what Draymond does in transition um, and, I mean, Steph is Steph, and, and because of what he does, it opens up things for everyone else. And same with Clay But yeah. if you look at the motor of the team, if you look at whether it's offense or defense, it's like when Dre gets a rebound, he is, or even if he's not getting a rebound, but he's the first one down the court, right? He is just pushing the ball, shoving it down the other team's throat, and he's creating offense and easy baskets. So, yeah, they can hit a, a, a ton of threes, but they're also going to get a ton
1: of layups because they move so quickly in transition. Okay, so you mentioned Draymond Green. Why is he so important to them? What's the, what's the, what's the difference that he... Because you mentioned him three or four times. Or you didn't mention Steph first. You didn't, didn't mention Clay first. You didn't mention Kevin Durant first. You said Draymond. Why is he so important? Oh,
0: I, I think he's their heart and soul. Uh, you know, it, so much of what they do revolves around his energy, his ability to communicate, his ability to be the real point guard of that team, right? Um, and point guard happens not just on the offensive end. Like, what he's doing on the defensive end is is he is... Non stop communicating. He's rotating over. He's fixing everyone else's mistakes, whether it's on offense or defense, right? So he's doing the extra rotation. He's getting that extra rebound. He's battling guys who are bigger than him in order uh, uh, to get an extra hand on the ball, and then he pushes it down the court.
1: No, I agree with that. And, and, and in the playoffs, this is a crazy stat that I was looking at. So he averaged 7.4 points per game in the regular season, 13.6 in the playoffs. He averages 7.3 rebounds, 9.9 in the playoffs, 6.9 assists, 8.2 in the playoffs. Um, He's just an animal. He's been a, a, unreal in the playoffs. And, and so a story I heard was that six weeks before the playoffs starts, he changed his nutrition. He tells this, this BS story about, oh, I, I started – or sorry, I was complaining to the refs and mm. I decided I looked myself in the mirror and I don't believe that at all. I think he looked himself in the mirror and he decided I'm going to change my nutrition. He lost 23 pounds in six weeks before the playoffs. And I think he's playing well now like he used to play mm-hmm. because he's fit. But my question to you is, I don't think this Draymond Green is this good anymore. I really would challenge the fact that he's going to be able to replicate that a bunch of series in a row. I think that his matchups against Houston as well as Portland has been very beneficial to Draymond Green.
0: Yeah, well, it's also who you're going to put on him, right? So uh, if you're going to put someone like Pascal Siakam on him, or who I love as well, but um, he's not going to have, I think he has probably the speed and the length right, over over Draymond, but I don't think he's going to have the strength or the passing or the ability to handle what he's going to do on the fly, right, and I and I think when, yeah, I mean, look, he got in shape. It's clear his regular season was horrendous, right, but he also knew how long the season is, and I think if there's any team that has a switch that yeah, they can experience. flip, if they can go to that extra, that extra level, it's definitely the Warriors, right, and I think they've shown that a number of times.
1: No, I, I completely agree with you there, and so... I, I, as a Spurs fan, how are you cheering for the Warriors in this situation? Yeah, I know so you are. I, 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 that kills I, I, me. I, I, <laughs> I think
0: it kills. I think it kills most uh, 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 Spurs fans as well, right? You don't. You never really wanted the Warriors, and you always thought like you could always take down the Warriors, right? If you thought anyone could, yeah, people always say the Rockets, but deep down, every Spurs fan is like, no, 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 we got them. We're the team who will actually figure them out, and uh, and so it feels weird to kind of in a way want them to win. But you also are just so hurt by Kawhi, right? A guy that, that you love, and you, as a basketball fan, he's Uncle everything. Dennis. You, yeah. Uncle, oh, Dennis. Uncle Dennis, yeah, Uncle Dennis. But yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it's really tough to uh, to see that. But you know, if you love basketball, you can appreciate what the Warriors do, right? They have they have super dynamic action uh, on offense,
1: and and, uh, and it's still a beautiful game to watch. That that's the thing that I love about the Warriors. Is you, like you said it's the, it's a beautiful game to watch and, and talk about uh, movement of the ball and movement of people and so. It's crazy. You look at these stats the Warriors, and they've assisted on 66.7% of their field goals in the playoffs. That's, been, that's insane. Mm-hmm. There's no isolation basketball there. The second thing that I, I, is, I noticed is that hockey assist. They 5.3 secondary assists per game. So that second pass, that extra pass that they mm-hmm. need to make to, to get the basket, is that's the basketball that everyone loves, the traditional basketball. It's not the Houston Rockets isolation James yeah. Harden up top with a pick and roller by himself and spot up shooters. And the last thing that you do really well, I've seen you do this coaching, is, is the, the post-ups. And so they, have they, I didn't realize this, the Warriors go for 15 post-ups per game and they pass out of it 53% time, 53% of the time, which means that they do that action. I don't know what it's called. You know what it's called, really? Yeah, thought, What's yeah. it called?
0: Yeah, that split action, right? So you're right. Uh, they, it's almost funny watching it on TV, you see them throw it in the post and you're like, they have no intention of actually doing a post move. But it's just like when you run a play when uh, from out of bounds, right? you get so, it's so much harder for the defense with the back to the ball, right? And you can't see it and you're trying to guess where they're going and now they're running forward and you're going backwards, right? It's why transition works so well. Um, so anytime they hit it to the post, um, yeah, they're, they're always looking for that split action, they're looking for those back doors, the slip screens, and it's super effective offense. And you're right, right? That's where you're getting the hockey assist
1: from. So this, the split action is essentially what? They said whoever delivers the basketball sets a screen on the other wing opposite. Yeah. Character. Is that?
0: Yeah, 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 exactly right. Yeah. So uh, say I enter the ball into the post. Uh, then I'm going to go pick away uh, for the other guard on top, right? So say Clay hits it down to the post, which is probably the, the, the toughest situation. Then he's going to screen away for Steph who's on top. And now you get Steph curling or a ball side three but at the same time you've got you got clay who can either fade or, or dive all the way to the basket and now you're the defense is stuck and if they 're not used to switching or not good at communicating that now you either have a layup or now you have a
1: three okay so so tell me tell me a little bit about, about kavon looney what do, you, what do you think of him because he 's had a pretty good playoffs right is he yeah uh uh,
0: K- Kavon, uh everyone's loving him right now right they're they're <laughs> they're, the they're super high on him you know i think he, i think he might be a product of uh his uh, yeah <laughs> he might be a product of a, con- a contract here <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's one of those contract <laughs> producer years. owen producer uh, saying that K- Kavon looney's gonna be big time next year uh someone's gonna pay him i'm not sure who but uh you know it, it, the guys love him so he's a he's a teammate guy he's a locker room guy he um He's also a super high IQ, right? So going back a long ways to like David West, uh, when Bogut was there in the first round, they said, you know, when he was super young, they kept coming saying, he just wants to ask more questions, right? He just wants to find out what's going
1: on and he watches a ton of video, right? So he's improved his game and he's having an awesome playoffs as well. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And, and so when it comes down to the Warriors and, and everything they do well and all the amazing all-stars they have and that kind of stuff... Um, I think injuries is going to play a part of this series because I don't, I don't think Kevin Durant's healthy, and I don't think. Sorry, I,
0: I, who, who, who's who's not healthy?
1: I, I, oh, well, I, I think I. You know what? I think Kawhi is. I think Kawhi decided not to be healthy next year. I think Uncle Dennis. I'm, you told know, I, you Kawhi know, like, not be healthy. Can we just say healthy? for a
0: moment? I don't, I don't mean to sidetrack this, but I'm. Kawhi is trying. Kawhi is playing through injury right now.
1: Absolutely not. And he I means- am
0: so tired of people saying like, "Good for him!" Right? Oh, wow, he's really toughing it out. What happened to last year? How can he not
1: tough it out? He lost trust in the franchise. He, they, didn't really, the franchise they didn't believe he was hurt. They didn't believe he was the,
0: hurt. They didn't believe his doctors. Oh, that's amazing! The, the franchise that gets fined for sitting players to uh, to to rest them. Like that's, <laughs> this is the <laughs> franchise he's mad at. Yeah, I, angry the, the at franchi- them. Yeah, all right. angry at them. Yeah, uh, Toronto's no, like, treating him right. That's the problem. You know, I, I I am
1: also worried about Kevin Durant. Yeah, uh, I think Boogie's coming back. But a cast strain. Um, okay, so cast strain. How long does it usually take for someone to, to a real cast strain? How long does it take for them to, to right, recover from? Him? I think I, it's six. So what? Four to six. Six, six to seven weeks. Yeah. Weeks. So I, I. Yeah, it could be six to seven weeks. Um, He's three weeks out now, right?
0: Yeah. So I think that, you know, like a one degree strain, he would have already been back already, right? It just would have been you know one or two weeks. But I think it's already been two weeks now. He's not looking to come back. You're looking game three, game four maybe been four or five weeks. I don't think we see him until game five or game six.
1: Okay, and does it depend how they do? Because if, if, if they sweep the first two games in Toronto, do you play him game three? I don't. I, I, I sit him out. and
0: uh, Yeah, I, I think if, if, if the Warriors do win the first two games, I, yeah, I think he definitely sits out. But I think, I think regardless, I don't think he's looking to return until game five. Okay, I really so
1: don't. Do you even bring him back? Because that changes the dynamic, and they're playing really 100%. well right now. 100%. You bring him back. Yeah, definitely. He's, okay. he's Kevin Durant. Okay. What yeah. about DeMarcus Cousins? No. You don't bring him back I all. mean,
0: I would, I would hesitate way more to bring back uh, Cousins than Durant. I hmm. think... Was, Why? Because he thinks he's the best center in the league? Uh, he definitely thinks he's the best center in the league. But he, he doesn't flow the same way. Like, I think he did some nice things. And certainly in a playoff matchup, uh, you, you might see a situation where, yeah, you, you actually do want some low post play. Right? You, you, he can definitely get you some buckets and some situations, some rebounds. But... Um, you don't know what, he's, what his health-wise is coming back. Like, I don't know how, you know, I, I think his best-case scenario, you might want to bring him in, you know, this might be the time to start Kavon Looney, right? So you start Kavon, you bring Boogie in off the bench, and then maybe he's playing with, with, uh, with Clay or Livingston, and then he's going to get enough touches. But I really would not give him... Maybe more than ten, fifteen minutes max.
1: Okay, so my I think the biggest injury concern for Golden State is Andre Iguodala because I think he matters, and I think that he needs to play big minutes for them, and I think he needs to check Kawhi because I don't think Draymond can do it, and I think Clay can do it in 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 small stretches. I don't think he has the size or the strength to to deal with Kawhi. So. If, if Andre Goodell is not healthy at 35 years old, he's old, man. We know about being that age. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 we're old in that now, but, yeah. but that's, not, that's not a fun time, right? So if he's not healthy, I think that's a problem. What do you, what, what, what's your thoughts on him? Have you heard anything about his health? or I, You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I think he could
0: have came back last series uh, if, if that mattered getting to the finals. Let's say they had to play the Rockets in the Western Commons finals as opposed to the Trailblazers. I think he would have played in that. Uh, but he, he, uh, I'll agree that in that first, uh, or in that rocket series, he had to play so many minutes that it really, it really wore him down. Like, I don't think his knee can hold up. I don't think his back can hold up, but when he's in, he is the difference maker for them. Like him and Draymond are most definitely the defensive side, uh, difference makers, but is he healthy? I don't know, but I, I actually think he is. I think he'll be fine. And I think he can check. I mean, he checked LeBron. I think he can no, check. he's a superstar. He's an I think NBA, he can check NBA Finals MVP, right? Yeah, for the same reason Kawhi was. Like, I think he can check uh, the other guy's toughest player, and I think Draymond can as well. Like I, I would be. Uh, I think people are, are underestimating Draymond's ability to stay with Kawhi, and I would love to see that matchup. I really would. I think same with Clay. I think Clay doesn't have the same strength Kawhi does, um, but I, you know, no one's going to battle more than Clay will. Like, I think he between those three guys. I think you're looking at Kawhi shooting, you know, instead of uh, 16 for, for 25, I think he's now going 11 for 25. I think now he's going 10 for 30.
1: Like, I think that's a difficult and a really tough situation to be in. Yeah, so, so uh, I, I, th- I think you're. My favorite player in the NBA is Clay Thompson. I absolutely love him. So he, just his ability to be efficient without the dribble and all that kind of stuff. And what do you, what do you have against Sacramento a couple of years ago? He had like 61 points or something. Was it 61? Yeah, was that
0: the 61? Yeah, producer and, own What do we got? Yeah, it was and a
1: 61. How many dribbles? 11 dribbles or something like that? 11 dribbles. There's something yeah. stupid like that. So, yeah. like, he is just yeah. such an efficient basketball player, two-way basketball player. Um, and we haven't said a word about him yet. That, that guy is a special, special human being. And, mm-hmm. and what, what makes him so successful in your mind? Why is he going to play a huge part in the series?
0: Uh, he's such a competitor, right? And, um, you know, when, if, if we, you know I, I, how people always say, like, hey, look, uh, let's choose the, the top five guys, top ten guys in the league. <laughs> And they're always picking guys based off of the offensive capability. Clay has that, right? He's the ultimate team guy, but he's also the kind of guy who's a two way player, right? You talk about your Butlers and your Kawhi's and your Durants and, uh, and and players like that. Clay is one of those guys, but he's such a pure shooter and he creates so much spacing and he continues to, to, to move around the court. Uh, that he creates problems, right? As soon as you start doing uh, Clay and Curry uh, ball screens or you start doing uh, those split-screen actions with the weight screens, now that now the defense is stuck, right? Now they're not sure, do I want to switch this? Do I not want to switch this? What's going to happen?
1: Yeah, and I think you made a great point about that, that the, the pick-and-roll, if, if you look at the Warriors, they have the best pick-and-roll mark in the postseason. They score 1.12 times on the possession of the pick-and-roll anytime they have one of their ball handlers in it. So that's, that's one of their guards, essentially, Steph or Clay or any of those guys and so my question is Steph Curry's never been an MV, MVP in the NBA, NBA finals like he still gets hate and he's and I and I and I hate on him a ton too like I, I'm not I do not love the celebrations I don't know I don't love what he's about sometimes but he's a special basketball player is this his moment is this his time uh, do you think, with the rant out, is this him his MVP be,
0: yeah he must be super motivated for this uh and you know I, I, as a as someone who a former basketball player, like, I understand. I think the league hates on him. I think all the NBA guys, if they look at it, they're like, oh, I'll take Westbrook, right? I'll take Dame. I'll take any of these other guys. But uh, if you're a coach, I think you take stuff, right? And I think that he's yeah. still underappreciated from a basketball standpoint in terms of uh,
1: his defense is not as bad as we think. His... Um, he is underrated on defense, and, I, and I've been very critical of him on defense. He is yeah. underrated on defense. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, like, like, he's
0: not going to be as big as, as Iguodala, but I think he can be effective, right? Um, but, yeah, is he gunning for it? I, I, think it'd be, I think it's false to think that he's not gunning for it. I think he's absolutely gunning for an, a finals MVP because they're all aware of their stories. They're all aware of the narratives that are out there, and I think uh, at some level that's part of fueling their the competitiveness, right? They want to prove it wrong. You know, If we really go back and analyze those series, like we could say, "Ah, oh, yeah, sure, Kevin Durant, he hit that big shot against LeBron in the transition, right? And that really mattered. Yeah, Kevin Durant might be the best yeah, player. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, what allows Kevin Durant to do that? What allows – like, I think Draymond might end up being the finals MVP if the Warriors win, right? But what allows Draymond to do that? It'll, it's because Steph, he's so efficient. His percentages, he'll probably drop over 30 a game. He'll be near 90, 50, 40, right? And – It's because of those things. We might give it to someone who played defense on Kawhi, but in reality, it's what Steph does for
1: that team. Okay, so I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. So my thing is... I believe this is still Steph's team. I believe it's always been Steph's mm. team. It's Steph's franchise. When, like, when they announced, that when they had the, the championship rings gave out, uh, gave out a couple years ago, or no, it was last year actually. Uh, Kevin Durant was MVP. He wasn't announced last. You know, like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, the, the franchise players, they always go last. It was still Steph. Mm.
0: It's we, always been his team, yeah? I know,
1: it's always been his team. So my thing is, what if Katie comes back and Katie's like, this is a contract year for me. I'm out of here Everyone's, the narrative right now is that Golden State's better without me. I'm going to try and score 40. And what if he messes up their juju? And I have, I have a really uh, good Singaporean friend who's a basketball encyclopedia. So shout out to Gordon Lowe. Uh, I love me some Gordon Lowe. Gordon Lowe thinks they're better without Kevin Durant. What if he comes back? What if he comes back and he is like, I want to be Kevin Durant. And he doesn't have that opportunity anymore because, like, Steph, I saw a stat the other day. What, they're 32-1 and with Steph playing and not... Kevin Durant in the last 33 games like that's crazy I think they're better without Kevin Durant so I'm hoping Kevin comes back sooner rather than later as a Raptors fan
0: I I think that's hilarious yeah I mean there's no way that's true right
1: He's—he's he's a he, no. I think it's chemistry. I think he's—he's a six—he's a six eleven freak show unicorn who is amazing. But I think he, he's sensitive, and I think he's out the door. He has one foot out the door to New York. He doesn't want to be there. They all know he doesn't want to be there. The reason they've been so good in the last little while is they have—they have that engagement. They have that F.U. you" uh, Durant attitude. They don't—they don't love him. They don't want to be. Uh, they don't want him to succeed with them. They—he came that. to them. They were good without him before him. That's my biggest thing. So if he comes back, does he change that? Yeah, he changes that.
0: He makes them better, <laughs> straight up. No, but he really does. Like everyone around the story, everyone around the team is is wants to have the story, right? They want to say, yeah, obviously he wants to leave. Like, yeah, I heard he sold his house. I heard he moved his business to New York. I think it's pretty obvious he's
1: probably going to New York. What's his manager's name again? Uh, uh, is it uh, is it Rich? Rich, yeah, Rich yeah. Kleiman. Rich Kleiman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's his dream was to be the general manager of, of the New York, New York Knicks. He's going to New York for sure. I, I don't think anyone's denying that. So it's uh, split 1-1 going back to golden state and durant's like i want to play and you're the head coach what do you do i like it so so owen says if it's 1-1 going back to golden state durant's healthy for game three do you play him what do you think shane Fitz? i asked this champion <laughs> shane Fitz, right now running running golden state's offense i
0: i think absolutely you bring kevin durant back when he says he's ready to play you let him play not only that why is he there why is kevin durant there why did he ever come to the Warriors? He came to the Warriors because he appreciates basketball. He appreciates how you play the right way. He appreciates the extra pass. When he first got there, he played the wrong way. You know who told him to play the right way? Steph and Draymond. Draymond yells at him all the time, and he actually appreciates it, and he respects him for it because it's how you're supposed to share the basketball. That's a good
1: point. That a big blow up this year, right? right yeah. it's what, what happened? It shot at in the game. Draymond didn't kick it to Yeah, Katie. one more pass,
0: one more pass, yeah. right? And. and yeah, good.
1: no, go ahead. No, ahead. And so he, what, Dreamin eventually lost it on him, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Kevin Durant's like, no, you got you to gotta kick the ball to me. You know, I'm hot. I, I need to hit the shot. I'm ready. And he took the wrong shot. And, and he's like, well, whatever. You're leaving anyway, right? So it blows up. But still, uh, yeah, if you're the coach, you got to let Kevin Durant play. And I don't think he's going to be ready. I think they're actually being honest about when he's ready. Uh, and I don't think if it's 1-1 or, or 3-0 and he's going to be like, oh, I'm not going to come back yet. I think he's going to come back literally when he's ready, and I think it's going to be around that same timeline that you talked about, like six weeks.
1: Okay, so last last thing I'm i last thing I'm saying. Well, six weeks is, as out the, the series is done. Six all right, all right, okay. yeah. So, so uh, I
0: think I think by it's four weeks that what game five or yeah, six, yeah, right? Yeah, you're right. Okay, so four weeks.
1: That's that yeah, That's pretty. I think early. he comes
0: back. Even let's say he's seventy percent. Do you let him play?
1: I think he doesn't play at 70%. He do, yeah, he doesn't want to kill a stock. I think, he's, I think he's selfish. I think he's sensitive and I, selfish.
0: So do you think Kawhi is more than
1: 70%? Oh, yeah. Kawhi is 100%. Oh, that's <laughs> false. I like it. All right. Okay. So, so, so my last thing is, uh, you know, we're, we're big ABL fans and big slinger fans, mm-hmm. right? To this podcast. And so the slingers coming off, uh, that huge gap between the semifinals and the finals. I know you guys watch the slingers mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. That first game was real tough getting their momentum back. Uh, Golden State has 10 days off here, and they're going into Toronto. I don't think people realize the kind of vibe that Toronto has right now. This, like, Toronto hasn't had a winner in a long time. Like, that place is manic. That place is nuts. Jurassic Park is bumping all over the place. It's, it's going to be insane there. So how, how do they get over the rest quickly and make sure that they stay in this game? Well, I, first of all, I would love to be at this game. I would love to be at Jurassic Park. <laughs> I think that's
0: got to be the best place to be. Um, but, yeah, I, I think... The time off would matter, but I think that they've done this four or five times. And I think they're accustomed to doing Five in a row. Right? And I think that the time off is just something that they're okay with. They've been thinking about being in the finals all year. I think the real challenge is they're going to move so much more. Instead of having Giannis try to drive middle the entire time, I think they're going to have so much more dynamic offense that's going to be harder for the Raptors to adjust.
1: That's really, okay, yeah, I got you. And so we got one more question for you. So coaches say defense wins championships, and I've heard you say this, right? I've heard you say this multiple times. Mm -hmm. Okay, so leading up to this, uh, Toronto has the fifth best defense in the regular season. Uh, The Clippers had the 19th, the Rockets had the 18th, and the Blazers had the 16th. How are the Warriors going to get those same shots with their two best players sitting out in these first few two games with 10 days uh, laid off to, to, to... to make sure that they can score against the fifth best defense in the league.
0: So how are the, war, how are the Warriors going <laughs> to be able to score? We're worried about the Warriors scoring the basketball. All right. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm pretty sure that... And look, like Toronto's defense was really wonderful. And, and you know what? You brought up a good point earlier. You were like, all right, are the Warriors better without KD? And there were something like 31-2 or something crazy like that. But I'm pretty sure they were playing the East during that period of time. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I think that... Uh, Their ability to score is uh, against the West is is definitely paramount, and I I think they have the ability to do that. And look, at any point in time, you know Clay can go off, right? Or you're going to get you're going to get one of these uh, one of these younger guys on the Warriors who are like who's that again is that what's his name is that Quinn McKinney, is, that, is yeah. that McKinney how does Quinn he have Cook, 10 points how did that Livingston, happen right yeah. you know and, and, and you look at the Raptors and you're like uh who really wants to shoot the ball and then you look at the Warriors and they're over there giggling and having fun and you're not sure uh who that is that came in the game you're like why does Kavon Looney uh have 15 points I'm not really sure how that happened yet on the other side you're like uh I guess Kawhi has to shoot again right and I think that's going to be trouble
1: yeah and 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 the best thing about podcast, Shane, are, are these the the your your conversations have a record. So we're going into the last thing now, and I want I want you to tell me right now. I like okay? Golden State Warriors. What are they winning in? Yeah, uh, you know I
0: I don't want to be too much of an insult to say that they're going to win four zero like they did last year, <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it might Shout be out the dance game and Cleveland Cavaliers. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Um, but I, they should have won game one. So I, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that, uh, um, uh, there's going to be no J.R. Smith mistake. And, uh, <laughs> and I do think the Raptors win a game. Um, but there's, there's no way the Raptors
1: win. Unfortunately. Um, I'm going to say the Warriors win in five. So here you, you heard it here, Shane Fitz, San Antonio Spurs fan, Kawhi Leonard, hater, Warriors in five, big thanks to Shane, Th- Shane thanks so much for coming along and jumping on the podcast, we hope to get the consultant back another time, did an awesome job today, he's got Warriors in five, up next we got Owen Laborde who's going to tell you why the Toronto Raptors are going to win this series.